and I'm on the other side. I'm like sleepy. I'm like, oh, where's where's the bed? So I think I think protocol wise. Hey. Hi. Man, I'm excited. You're always excited. I'm yeah. always excited. I'm always excited Let's be real. when we bring someone else in. Yes. So, man, today we're talking about red tape. I know there's a lot of people with a lot of definitions on that. And I came up with one from the <laughs> internet, y'all. From the internet, from Urban Dictionary. Because you school, know they're yes. real. Because you know Urban Dictionary has it intact. When you want to do something, but it'd be a pain in the butt because of many complications. Red tape. Yes. That is what I'm talking about. Because, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things, um, especially as Christians. Um, man, some countries see this right away. Some countries are catching up. <laughs> I know the U.S. is starting to migrate more towards silencing the Christian. And, and there's a lot of things that are coming into play. But in a lot of countries, and I think this is going to come up through the episode, there's things that are trying to suppress the message of Jesus Christ. I like the idea of this episode being the last episode of season three. Worship is our worship because this whole season, most of the episodes have been all about what you need to correct in yourself and what you need to watch out for, what you need to fix, what you, the mindsets you need to have. But this time we're talking about something that you actually don't have much control over it being done to you. It's not about what you're inviting in. It's not about what you have allowed into your life. It's kind of based on where you are at. Um, it's red tape tends to be what is put in place by some kind of authority that is outside of your influence. So we decided to bring in a dear friend that we met back in season two in Ripe Fields, or we renamed it Hand Lettered Hope to kind of go back to his uh, roots as a hand lettering artist. But his name is Georgie Roy, and we have gotten to know him so much more. Y'all, we like vid chat him all the time. Our daughter Kalia knows him. And if you have been with us that long, you know who he is too. He has amazing word and we wanted to bring him back to just give you more of the awesome stuff that he has in his head. So welcome back, Georgie. Hey, brother. Hey, thank you once again for having me. I'm good, a little bit sleepy, but I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what time is it right now in it's, India? It's 6.20 a.m., man. <laughs> Wow, that's 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 an early morning. It was dedication yeah. for us to find a time. <laughs> it's always cool. Like we're always trying to talk to one another, and it's always like, "What time is it there?" Yeah, and I downloaded that that little app. That little app that, uh, okay. uh, really lines it up. That thing's awesome, by the way. You know, hey, it's eight thirty here. It's six I'm, in the morning. I, I, I need, yeah, I need that app. Yeah, yeah, no, because it's nine and a half hour time difference, right? Like it's yeah, not even roughly, yes. even. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when we're thinking about red tape, we're thinking about things that suppress. I think um, in the olden days, back in the days, right back in the days, there was actually a red strap around binders or bound uh, documents. And those documents were confusing and all that stuff. And so when when they would go into these documents that were sealed with this round cord, they would actually cut through it. And so that was like cutting through the red tape to get to all of this. Like, what is this? Right. Um, So when I think of this, I think of cast down, but unconquered. 
And so mm. that's kind of where I, you know, so I'm going to ask you, you know, to, to kind of fill in with that, share something with us on that so about, you know, getting out of being the conquered and being the victorious. Right. Um, well, this life of ours is, is always with ups and downs, but primary focus for our life is, is Jesus. And I believe that we were created with the purpose of, of being in awe of him, of worshiping him. So as long as we have our eyes fixed on him, the crushed but not destroyed, that part makes sense because we see Jesus and he is victorious overall. He was crushed. He allowed us to crush him, but then he woke, he rose up victorious. And now he says that you and I will be standing with him forever. Now that is a perspective that can increase like a faith booster right now where we can say that I can be crushed right now, but I know that for eternity, I'm going to be upstanding, complete, whole, and, and fully made well with the crown and with all the glory in, in the awesome kingdom of, of our God, of our Savior Jesus. So that perspective is something that as believers, I think we should never forget. Uh, what can make us worry is this, this idea of, oh man, I'm being crushed so much or I'm being put down so much. But when you travel a lot and you're tired and you're like, man, when are we going to get home? But you know that I am going to get home and my bed is there. That thing makes you keep going through that traffic. That thing makes you keep going through that tiring driving moments, you know. That is the kind of thing that pushes me in faith as well. That right now I can be in a dark season, but I know that I'm going to a place that is beautifully prepared where there's a room for me, where there'll be no more shame, no more pain, no more persecution, no more discouragement, no more sickness, no more death, no more uh, no more sin. And then that is our home. It's like, okay, I got to fix my eyes on that home that's being prepared for me to remember that we're persecuted now, but we won't be forever. Man, I, I like that. I like that. It's like I could lose everything. But because I'm a kingdom citizen, I've lost nothing. Yeah, mm -hmm. it makes me what you said makes me think of Stephen. You know, he's right. the epitome that we would all love to say that we are. But we're not all going to be we're not all destined to be stoned to death for our faith. But a book of Nehemiah, it's in completely about Nehemiah getting permission to go rebuild the temple yeah. and all of the people that kept coming, trying to sabotage this process. And I think one of the most famous verses that comes out of Nehemiah is in Nehemiah six in verse three, he's realized that they were plotting to harm him and that they were revisiting him, trying to stop the process, delay the process, distract him. And so when they sent a message to him, asking him to meet them and go away from where the temple was being rebuilt, he said, so I replied by sending this message to them. I am engaged in a great work, so I can't come. Why should I stop working to come and meet with you? Four times they sent the same message and each time he repeated it. And then the fifth time they came with an open letter. You know, there were there were rumors and all that and lies all built up in the, in the letter. And his reply was in verse eight, where it says, there is no truth in any part of your story. You are making up the whole thing. And he said they were just trying to intimidate us, imagining that they could discourage us and stop the work. So I continued the work with even greater determination. 
I think of red tape not always as making it impossible, but slowing us down and distracting us and making it really hard, trying to play up like trying to discourage us before we complete something so that we want to give up on ourselves and we won't even blame them because we'll we'll say, oh, you know, I'm not smart enough to figure all this out. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. And I think when they stack enough chips against you with laws, you know, I can think of, you know, financial and tax laws and, you know, how you have to file to, to how you have to identify, um, you know, every country is different. You know, Georgie's in India. We're here. China comes to mind as one of the most recent countries that have put things in place to make it hard to get government aid if you are a Christian and you refuse to refute Jesus. So I think it's important when we when we think of things like this to think of, hey, you know, Stephen is a beautiful example and an inspiration of how we have to look heavenward, just like Georgie said. And Nehemiah is a great example of the attitude we have to have when these things come our way, because there's going to be people that are coming our way and and laws and regulations that bog us down. But we have to just focus. I'm doing an important work. There was confidence in that statement. He wasn't just saying he's doing an important work. There was confidence that God was behind him. So he would complete it as long as he didn't stop. And so even though it's hard and discouraging, it's important for us to keep going, not get distracted, not go down to the level of, of all of that and just do what we've got to do and follow God's call and just move through it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, man. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Michelle just dropped the bomb, yo. I mean, oh, like, I wouldn't man. do that. No, I wouldn't <laughs> do that. It's like, Look, okay, I'll edit in, some of it out. In, in, <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. No, I, I, as I'm listening to that, you know, Stephen came to mind as well um, when I was thinking about the red tape and, and how the message was never stopped. Right. Um, his message continued all the way through the stoning, through the, through the dying. Um, in that sense of, you know, die to self, pick up your cross and follow Jesus. I mean, he literally shows that, you know what? Death was more glorious. Yeah. In his death, he received his room. Like Georgie said, his place that God had built for him. Um, and that's a beautiful story. And I love the Nehemiah. I love the work. Like, nah, you know, you can't stop me. You know, he didn't die, but he just kept going. Yeah. And and I think that that's a, a really cool um, tie-in, how you did that. It's beautiful. Yeah. Like you said, every every nation or every place is different, right? And so is every life. Or every place or every life has a different purpose, a different calling. The ultimate purpose, though, remains the same. In our life here in India, we go through a lot of ups and downs regarding faith. And now it doesn't come up as a surprise. Uh, for me and the family or the local church, we train ourselves with the word, reminding us that, hey, these things are bound to happen. This is what the Bible has already talked about. There are things that can be even worse than this, but we know that God is with us and that there is a beautiful joy hidden in the storm. There is a peace. There is this love that is available in the storm. In Second Timothy, uh, those who desire to live a righteous life in Christ will suffer persecution. 
that is bound to happen. But we also remember obedience in such situation is not an option. I'm reminded of David celebrated as a war hero and then all of a sudden you see armies and kings chasing just to kill him. Even in those distressing times, even when he's running, even when he's hiding, he calls out from the hills, he calls out from the caves, he calls out from behind the rocks and he's calling out to God. And he even questions God and he even asks for help. He does all those things. But you know, he never left God's side. He asked a lot of questions. He cried a lot of time, but he didn't leave God throughout any of this. A branch that does not bear fruit, it will be cut off. It no longer bears fruit, but the tree will continue to grow. Now, if we think of ourselves or we know that we are the church body of Christ, if we remove ourselves or push ourselves away from faith or from Jesus and allow the situation in our life just to go on normally, the church will continue to grow. It is us that stopped. It won't affect the main tree. So our motive, even in any trying time, should still continue to preach the word and to share about our faith, to declare the gospel to many. That is what Jesus said in Matthew 28. That is not an option. If you will, you can. No, it says that you have to. If you're sick, you still have to do it. Prosperous, you have to do it. If persecuted, you have to do it. Jesus, even on the cross, he says, they don't know. So just, Father, just forgive them. I'm not sure how many of us, I'm not sure about me, forget everyone else. I'm not sure how much of a mercy of mercy I'll be able to show if I'm going through such persecuting times. But man, Jesus set a bar. And then he says, you'll do greater things. So I have to show more mercy than he has. I have to show more grace than he has. But then I say, but God, I'm only a man. It amazes me that we use the word of God so much for our own profit, but fail to use the word of God so much for the profit of the kingdom. We can say that I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. Take that word out of context and use it for every blessing that we want to achieve. But then we don't want to take that word out of context and use it to fill the kingdom or to to expand the kingdom. I can do all things, so I'm going to go out share the word again, or be with someone, help them up. In in these moments, that holds a ground. And the promise that even when you go through the valley of shadow of death, you, I will feel no evil for God, you are with me. Those beautiful promises in the word, they hold ground in my life as well. So yeah, my our mind is thankfully at peace, knowing we're going to be in the fire, but we know we are not alone. There is a fourth one going to be with us, and man, yeah, man, I, I love that. I love the the strength in that. Even in our own lives, when our own branches don't bear fruit, he just takes them away. He whittles them off, yeah. he, and and we continue to grow in that church as long as our minds stay focused on him. Right, keep our minds on heaven and the power that's in that. The power that we see in in in, in being kingdom citizens. Um, yeah. man, I was looking at um the numbers of Christians in India mm. and it's like two or 3% of the population, but see two or 3% of that population is like 600 million. <laughs> and so then that made me like, I start thinking like, and this is a verse that we've been on. I've been pounding this verse like the last month, man. Cause I love it. I love the idea that like we have so much strength when we, when we're in Christ, we have so much strength when 
everything is just put into his hands, into his lap. We're not focusing on what's going around us. We have our minds on, on the kingdom, right? We have our minds on heaven. We have our minds on God, Christ. And in Leviticus 26, eight, watch this. This is the power that comes from this. Five of you shall chase a hundred and a hundred of you shall chase 10,000, 600 million Christians in right. India by standards, by percentages, by everything. They do the, some algebra. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. I know. I'd like to break that one out, figure out like, okay, hold up. If this can carry this and wait, if I keep taking this Where's out, Alan what's Parr? the pattern? Right, right, right. He does right. math. Dude, that dude, that, that dude does math. But it's like, it's like, man, so that two or 3%, when you look at it like in that number, two or 3%, it's like, what? And then I saw 600 million. I'm like, whoa, there's power in India. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> mad power in Epic India power. And, you know, and there's other countries that have even more or even have less. But, you know, when we're attached to that kingdom and, and even in the worst of situations, and I like the obedience, by the way. Yep. I like the obedience because let me tell you something on those days that it's hard on those days that I, I falter or I slip. It's usually hit the obedience comes into play on a lot of it. Some of it's mercy, but there are those times when you're like, I need to shut up. I need to turn to God. I need to just look to him. And, and you know what? Basically, Shay, shut up. Let God talk. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of like that. It's like, it's it, because the power is there. Right. Yeah. The power is there. I'm tired of the little cuts. I'm tired of the little band-aids. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. We're talking about what we have to do in the face of all of the, the suffocation, the suppression, the oppression, all, all the different avenues in which power of this world wants to keep us under their thumb. And one way that people tend to fight back is to hunt the hunter, go after the oppressors and try to beat them at their own game, fight them politically the way they are coming at you politically, et cetera. And Proverbs, you know, would it be me if I didn't bring up Proverbs? But in Proverbs, there are so many different verses that talk about the danger of pursuing evil. It says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked, which makes me think of Nehemiah again. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Not just following as in worshiping or preferring evil, but also tracking and hunting it. You can get sidetracked hunting evil. It will distract you from doing the things that would actually defeat evil in the first place. Like you said, the five and the hundred and how much damage they can do just by following God's will. And, And like Georgie said, just by obeying how much damage one can do just by dying when they're called to die without lifting a finger against the person killing them. How much does that do versus picking up the rock and starting a rock fight right there? One is a supernatural level of confusion in people where they're like, I don't understand how he, why he did it like that. Like there's something different about this Jesus guy and the people that follow him versus, Oh, he's not like, he's like everybody else. Some of the other verses in 12, three, it says wickedness never brings stability, but the godly have deep roots in the thick of it. We have to remember that because the, the wickedness Georgie touched on it. It's always changing. The laws are always changing. The rule books always changing in the world. Like we, we never know like whoever's in power is going to change how we have to act, what we have to do, um, what hoops to jump through at the end of the day. He says in five twenty three that 
the wicked will die for lack of self-control lost because of his great foolishness. And in 1322 that the sinner's wealth passes to the godly because the sinner's wealth is stored up here, but our wealth is in eternity. So everything good worth anything worth keeping ends up ours anyway. It's really easy to despise those that are persecuting us and holding us down and making it harder to loudly worship the Lord. But at the end of the day, we can still loudly worship the Lord. So wait, hold up, man. Let me make sure I got this clear up in my mind. (laughs) So you're saying that the red tape doesn't matter. The red tape doesn't beat the red ribbon. Ooh, the crimson thread. thread. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That that was beautiful. (laughs) Yo, that's a a t-shirt. Our next t-shirt. The The red tape. Don't beat the crimson thread. Okay, let's Yo, write that and we're keeping this in the episode because this is how we roll, y'all. This, this is, is how, how we roll with Georgie. Yes, this is how we got our first shirt with Georgie. Mega plug. Y'all should definitely be buying it to help us and our efforts to evangelize and spread the gospel worldwide. Yeah, just I, a plug. I, I love, I love the way the Bible depicts so many characters. I'm gonna call them characters, people. Mm-hmm. I remember the Proverbs where I think it was 132 or 33 where it says, whoever listens to me will live in safety without fear of harm. You know, mm-hmm. again, obedience holds the key. We have to listen to him. Like Shay said, if he calls you to stop, you stop. If he calls you to right. forgive, you forgive. To arrest and take some time to be with him. Many a times we go out all out, you know, give everything out, but we fail to refill ourselves. I think it is very important that our relation with Christ through through these moments, you know, through these trying times. The Bible talks, Jesus would go up to the mountain before the break of dawn and he would be praying and then his day would begin. Everything followed from that one moment of relationship. We We can give everything out, but if we don't, allow ourselves to to refill by sitting in the presence of God and by allowing him to fill our hearts, fill our minds, then man, often or not, we're gonna we're gonna wear out this too much. But I think what's important for us right now is to know that our source is not us. If we would be our source, we would be limited. But our source is God. So leaders will change, situations and circumstances and challenges will change. But it guess who's not gonna change? Our God, His Amen. Word. Amen. So if, That's what I'm talking if about. He's not gonna change, then we're pretty sure our help is not gonna change, our peace is not gonna change, our healing is not gonna change, our destination is not gonna change. As long as we are fixed on that unchanging God, man, we are set. We are set. Our bodies are gonna gonna be transformed, but we are set to set for the kingdom completely. That's all. That's all good. Man, I'm going I'm to kick out another one of those brain things because, uh-huh. man, it, my mind just exploded. <laughs> Jesus was the only one who didn't sleep or fall asleep. Right. Yeah. Think about it. He kept coming back to those who were sleeping. Right. So our power is not in us. Yep. Right. It's in him. Yeah. Right. Definitely. One step farther. When we can't sleep, he can. Ooh, and when on. we have to sleep... He doesn't have to. 
<laughs> so it's just right, like right. whatever. Like when we're too scared to sleep, well, yeah. you know, it's good for God. He's yeah. got us. Man, I love it. I love it. He goes before me. He goes behind me, man. And and that's just the power. Yep. Yeah. And, and I think when, when people start to dial that in, in their relationship with him, and, and it's this, this ultimate trust, this crazy trust, you know, yeah. then uh, you start to understand like, wow, that's who's on my side. Yeah. Right. You know, here I, here I am trying to, you know, hit the home run and he's already done it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah we cannot do anything much more than what he has already done for us. Even in, in these times, looking after the community, that's something that's also important. We can be focusing on us and what we're going through, but Jesus often was with his people, with, with his dear ones. Even when we see in the book of Acts or Romans or throughout the letters of Paul, we see the the fellowship we see the unity we see people taking care of each other that that is really important we can be be flooded with us but i think more than us it's more about him and his church you know even if we come last it should be fine as long as the body of christ and him himself come first you do this you you take your good rest you take care of your health you take care of your life your family everything but ultimately never forget that we are to to be united as a community and to keep going till our last breath as the same body we are not different organs we are, the index finger doesn't say hey, i'm going to live my own life if the index finger detaches <laughs> itself from from the body the index finger no longer lives but the body continues to live right it's the same way if the branch is cut off the branch doesn't live anymore it's the same thing so as a church and serving the church, it goes hand in hand. Uh, let's not isolate ourselves in, in in such moments. Peter and John in the book of Acts were, were in jail. The church was still praying for them. That is the power. And that is that is the joy knowing that, hey, I've got backup. You know, even if I'm being, uh, being beaten when I'm praying, I still know people who are praying. And that cannot be beaten down. Amen angels and and the, and the authority and the power of God is still with them it's still with me but there is a joy and there is a comfort for me knowing that hey there's someone like you guys we share prayer points we share you know life events and we're like hey I'm gonna be praying I feel so much comfort knowing that hey there's someone who's backing me up in prayer you know if if right now I'm sleeping at 6 a.m I'm sleeping but I know you guys are probably up back of my head i'm like yeah they, they're gonna be praying when i'm sleeping so that that is joy in itself you know that Such should hold ground as well man what an episode i don't even know man it's just <laughs> like power packed you know we we get we get we get the the word of, of michelle it's like what we got we, we're, we're sitting here silence looking Stop, at each other y'all. no but it's true and then georgie comes in with with, with the with, with beautiful word oh, about man. how we trust in god and, and in the community of the church and and you know that we're we're all in this together and you know it all starts in one place being servants being slaves mm-hmm. being christ-centered yeah um, when we don't think of ourselves and we think of others then we're always covering someone yeah in prayer um and I'm going to leave with one verse because I, I liked how Georgie and I referenced it at the beginning of the episode because I think it really uh, plays an important role in, in this red tape or this being cast down type of feeling or, or feeling like, you know, we're losing ground somewhere. We're not. The kingdom is victorious. In Second mm-hmm. Corinthians 4, 7 through 9, it says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels mm-hmm. that all the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. 
We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. God has our back. Amen. 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 Yep. This has been, I think this is our most epic closeout of a season. We're we're only in season three, y'all, but like, we have we've set the bar for ourselves <laughs> with this one, um, but you know we we're here. We are here. I mean, you all know we're here because we never we never stop. Season yeah. four is right around the corner, um, but we are here to pray with you. We are here to pray with you while you're sleeping if we're awake. Um, so go out to thepantrypodcast.com and submit your prayer requests, your questions, your comments, and help us continue to just spread this word to other people that need to hear it. You have no idea how useful your ratings and reviews and shares and subscribes are to help us be discoverable to other people. And as always, you can follow us at Facebook, Instagram, and Gab at The Pantry Podcast. And we will see y'all, talk to y'all next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Yay, Georgie said bye. Our guests never say bye. (laughs) Yay. Okay. Um,